there's something about him I feel like it's me I'm looking right at him He's literally me Welcome to another episode of Literally Him, a deep dive into Ryan Gosling's filmography. I'm your co-host, Joseph. And I'm your co-host, Emilio. Welcome, everyone, to our eventful, final, spooky episode of October. Um, I'm here with Emilio, and I wanted to ask you, Emilio, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, Yeah, I'm doing all right. I had a horrendous, horrendous hangover on Tuesday that I feel like I barely recovered from. Uh, how do your hangovers usually last for you? Because I'm starting to find that I now have like, if it's really bad, I could have a two day hangover, which I've never had before, uh, previous to like turning 27. But some days like into the second day of the hangover are still, I will still feel like shit. Do you still have that too? Um, Mine are kind of like the first days are really bad. I feel like I have like anxiety through the roof. Um, I feel really fatigued. I have like a monster headache. And then it kind of goes away like way towards the end of the night. And I wake up and I feel kind of just like, uh, what's the word? Um, Like shit. Groggy. Yeah. Well, yeah. For like, like groggy. Um, A little like more on edge. But I don't feel hung. I don't feel hungover. But I feel like like something's like off. Mm. Um, and then I did just notice now. Like I've gone to the gym two days in a row, and I just excessively sweat out like all the toxins in my body. <laughs> it really feels disgusting. I also wanted to ask you uh, for the listeners, since we've been recording since the first episode, Emilio has typically recorded from his bed. And he's told me that every time he finishes recording, that is both his legs are asleep from sitting crisscross. But now he has a fucking <laughs> desk. Finally, how's yeah. it feel to have a desk? It feels good. I realized I really had to get one. I was kind of putting it off, but I really, I realized I really had to get one because one of my coworkers from the brewery, he said, it looks like you're doing your podcast out of prison. Because <laughs> <laughs> my background is just like a plain white wall. <laughs> and you can only see like my chest up. And he showed it to another one of my coworkers and he, uh, he's deaf, but he, uh, texts to me, um, Hey, congratulations. Now you're free. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, you know what, you know, what's really weird is that usually at the start of the episode, like I'm kind of rushing to get through the intro so that we can just like get to the movie. Cause there's always so much to cover, but we're literally covering, covering a 21 minute episode today. But we're probably still going to take like double the time to cover it. But <laughs> I do want to give a quick shout out to our followers. Uh, we have like a substantial number of listeners in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And I think that's really fucking cool. <laughs> we also have like a few listeners in Belgium and France. And then um, a lot of listeners, obviously, in Los Angeles. So, like, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Also, you guys should follow us on TikTok, the best way to communicate with us. If you have a request or you just want to call us stupid is our TikTok account. It's a literally him podcast on TikTok. Um, Emilio, how are you feeling about the state of our podcast as of now? 
You know, I'm kind of, I've been thinking like, what do we do when we finish Ryan Gosling's filmography? Like, do we just move on to another actor or do we get into, I don't know, maybe some hot political issues? (laughs) 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 Um, So yeah, like reach out to us on TikTok, give us some Maybe we can go on to another actor that people say like, oh, I'm literally him. Maybe we can do Brad Pitt. I think the I think the next one to do, well, well we can talk about it, is is probably Christian Bale because of the literally him memes, literally me memes, the, he's always the other person to pop up. It's always like uh, Ryan Gosling and, Ed, and uh, Christian Bale. But yeah, someone that falls in that category of a bunch of like, dumbasses that try to aspire to be a, a huge <laughs> dumbass patrick but Bateman. um i see a lot of yeah. patrick Bateman on those there you go that'd be perfect also gato brought up that we should probably review ryan gosling's uh album um i always fucking forget the name oh, of, his, yeah. of his band uh dead man's bones yeah we should definitely do that so we will come up with a few extra episodes but i think by like as of now by january we should be done with everything so yeah savor it while you can everyone (laughs) just a heads up we're not doing drive yeah we decided not to it's just too much to take on i think we would both cry and spontaneously combust at the pressure of it bus spontaneously bus (laughs) (laughs) synchronized bus um Since we're uh, in uh, this uh, episode drops the day before Halloween, I wanted to ask you, Emilio, what is one of your favorite Halloween memories from when you were younger? Um, I do particularly remember every Halloween, my mom and sometimes my dad would take us out trick-or-treating like in Southside Montebello. Uh, But the... Main thing I remember is every Halloween, my dad would put on the Halloween movie on AMC because AMC would just run it all day. And we were like terrified as really young children of that movie. And he would always have us sit down and make force us to watch it for like 15 Hmm. minutes while we're like begging to leave. And then once my dad has had his laugh, he'll be like, "Okay, you guys can go now. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of explains where all your anxiety comes from. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, also, um, I'm just going to go in on my dad here, but uh, (laughs) another thing he did was uh, he forced me to watch uh, The Exorcist, (laughs) like when I was like six or seven. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, there was, you know, he's a a major like percussionist, and so he had all different types of music from around the world, and he had this album um, from uh, some type of... uh, african group and it starts off with like heavy uh ominous tones and my dad knew that we were terrified of it but he would sit us down he told me that he would sit us down in front of this huge speaker that he had and he'd be like oh i'm gonna play you guys a song and then we would kind of be like scared telling him like oh is this that song that we don't like he'd be like no 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 it's not and he would just put it on full blast and to make us sit there and listen to this song (laughs) Oh, I have a lot of trauma to get through. (laughs) (laughs) I always think about like my past too with my father. Um, I I love my dad, but like he can be kind of like a little much at times. And then I think about like 
weird stuff that he would do to like fuck with us as kids and then now being an adult being like oh yeah that's why i feel like awkward in this situation with him because <laughs> he fucked with me too much <laughs> i think that's why like i kind of fuck with people like it's like this weird thing that kind of gets carried on it's like oh my dad thought this was funny so now i think this is funny <laughs> i think what we're learning is that the scariest thing in life is uh, trauma passed down to you by your parents <laughs> not not ghosts or ghouls but trauma <laughs> Perhaps the lesson is we take from our parents as we get older. And that's Jesus. the real fear. That really sucks. <laughs> um, I also do have another uh, good memory where we went trick-or-treating. I think we were like 14. I know. I think we were freshmen in high school. And I dressed up as a gorilla. Like, I was going to bring this up, yeah. <laughs> and we were walking uh, through the, I guess, like, what, the Montebello Hills, you would call it. Mm-hmm. And I saw a banana. I saw a guy dressed up as a banana, and all his friends were like, hey, look, it's a monkey. And um, I think, I don't think you guys were egging me on. I particularly remember that guy's group saying, like, oh, you better yeah. run. You better run from the from the gorilla. And then I just, something like, Something just hit me, and I just sprinted after this guy. <laughs> it was the spirit of the gorilla that overtook yeah. you. It's <laughs> turned straight monk mode. <laughs> <laughs> I returned to monk. <laughs> Natural state, monkey. <laughs> but I followed this guy like five blocks away. <laughs> yeah. And I just eventually gave out, and I was like, sorry, dude. <laughs> and I just like walked back. I remember this because you came back and you were like, you like bolted in a full sprint. So like you came back exhausted and like your, I remember your, your monkey costume was not like a, it wasn't a cheap costume. It was like movie quality fucking costume. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and uh, like, it's the, it was the same one that um they used in Jackass. Geez, in yeah. Like, like the that. First movie. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a very thick like costume. And I remember even through this thick costume and you were wearing clothing, like you were sweating through the, co- like the sweat was coming out the costume. And I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker yeah. committed. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I remember we we're in front of uh, that that liquor store, Balcom's, and I was just taking it off. And you can hear like the latex of the inside of the suit getting unstuck from my wet clothes. Like you hear... <laughs> Like it coming off, it was so gross. I remember um, right then and there being like, man, this guy commits to the bit. He would be fucking good on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is like fucking, what, 14 years ago. We were 14. Holy shit. God damn. I'm going to do a podcast with this guy in 14 years. Mark my words. What the hell is a podcast? I don't think that was a thing yet. (laughs) Um. I want to also ask you, so today we're covering Goosebumps. It's uh, the episode called Say Cheese and Die, released in 1996. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Emilio, what's your history with the Goosebumps series? Dude, I used to read a lot of Goosebumps books. Um, I had like a big collection of books that I believe I bought off like an old friend of mine, like in middle school, but I had... I want to say close to 20 of them. So I was reading them a lot. I would check them out from the library. I was really into the ones where you can like decide your own 
or decide like the character's destiny where you, you know, like turn to separate pages, the decisions you make, uh, give you the outcome of the story. You would always write in, (laughs) you would always write in your own thing. Like he ends up jerking off. (laughs) He ends up, uh, bussing everywhere. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I've actually I never watched the the show. I've never I've only seen one episode because there was one book or one story that I particularly liked, which was the one with the Halloween mask. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so that's the only episode I've ever seen. Besides, well, now besides this one, but I never I never got into the show. I was gen I was like in shock kind of because. I had the intro playing in the background and it's like mm-hmm. a TikTok song used now a lot. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Where have I heard this from? And I realized like, oh, it's the fucking Goosebumps intro. That's what this song is. Yeah. I remember growing up, my oldest brother had a bunch of Goosebumps books, but I never read them. I would just stare at the covers because the cover art is so fucking cool. Like it's an yeah. individual cover for each uh, uh, story that gets put out. Um, and then later in life, when I was like 10, the the Goosebumps show got syndicated on Nickelodeon. So every Halloween time, they would show a bunch of random Goosebumps episodes. And so that's how I got familiar with the show. So I've seen like a number of episodes, but I've never actually read the book. Um, there's also another a series that's very close to uh, Goosebumps. It's called um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's pretty much the same thing, but it's a show. Uh, Ryan Gosling also starred in that show in one episode when he was like maybe 15, because I think it was in 1995. So I just want to point out to the listeners that we are aware of that show as well, but we're just doing Goosebumps because fuck it, that's the one we chose to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So just in general, what did you think of Ryan Gosling? At this time, he is 16 years old. What did you think of his performance and how he looked in this episode? Do you know what's uh, crazy is that you can kind of hear that um, that accent that he kind of grew into. You can like vaguely hear it in, yeah. this, uh, in this show. Um, it's also kind of odd watching you know obviously him in these huge movie roles and then going back to like this small tv show he was in because you can see a lot of characteristics and mannerisms that he had as a kid definitely still followed way into like his adult life which i thought is pretty crazy but uh he's a terrible actor in this movie in the show (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's just difficult because he's so clearly a child you know and also the goosebumps shows are never great they're always cheesy because they're made for kids and the cast is predominantly kids and even the adults on the show like play it up uh to be kind of wacky because at the end it is a kid show um but he also has had a lot of experience like he's been a kid actor And something that I find so incredible about Ryan Gosling is that he didn't fall victim to like what usually happens to child actors. They get, you know, they have such a horrible life and they end up making so many horrible decisions. But I guess he had really good parents that like kept him safe because he's been doing shit since he was like, I don't know how old, maybe like 
like 10 ish or something. Cause he was on that yeah. show, like Mickey, Mickey and friends or whatever it's called. Mickey yeah. mouse club. Yeah. Mickey mouse and, club. And, uh, he's still here. He's a star. And he did that show with, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. And Hey, of the four of them, I'm definitely going with Ryan Gosling. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling definitely was the least problematic guy to come out of that show. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into this sh- uh, show. So we open up with the Goosebumps intro. As Amelia pointed out, it's now a very like famous TikTok sound now. Um, <laughs> I really love the intro. It's really nostalgic for me, but it is really stupid. What did you think about it? It's I just hear I just it just reminds me of TikTok. Like it reminds yeah. me of like a like a dumb little TikTok video or like an Instagram reel. Uh, also there's a, there's a part in the intro where like the dog gets possessed yeah. and then he, he barks to the, to the melody and I just, I just, I kind of just rolled my eyes. I was like, Oh my God, this is so <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> I love it so much. It is funny. Cause it just like, when you explain it, it's really dumb. So like the opening intro is the goosebumps theme song and we're following a, like a dark figure that pops up and then a floating G for goosebumps yeah. starts floating throughout the world and it makes things bad. Like the, the G floats over some random like mom and she turns like sweaty and her, her makeup <laughs> gets all run, like run down her face. <laughs> and then it's a, we pan to like a dog and the dog is a normal dog, but then the G goes over him and his eyes turn all like yellow and evil. Yeah. And then he barks long to the goosebumps. Theme song. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, but I, I love it. It's, it's so. <laughs> so after the theme song, after the fantastic theme song, we we open up on a shot of a random like factory building, and we see a sixteen-year-old Ryan Gosling is hanging out with his friends. His two friends are Cherie and Bird, and I think Ryan Gosling's character is named Greg. Yeah, um, they see a random guy coming out of the. Uh, of the warehouse and they call him Spidey and he uh, can you describe what Spidey looks like Emilio he looks like um do you know Spider-Man 2 yeah with Doc uh, Ock with the yeah he looks like a uh, Doc Ock but with super long uh gray hair shaggy gray hair that's yeah. like that's the best way I can describe him also, why is his nickname Spidey? Yeah, it doesn't. I guess because his hair looks like spider webs or something. They say something in the beginning, like, "Oh, he wa- he even walks like a spider." Um, and then they're <laughs> talking about this guy, and this is the first line that made me roll my eyes so hard. They're talking to each other, and they're like, "I heard that he eats rats. I think it's cats. I heard it's bats. Ooh, yeah. tasty!" <laughs> I was like, "God damn it, this sucks." <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, the dialogue is so so cheesy, but I mean, also like they're kids too. Like we can't be too. No, let's be. Let's just go in on them. Fuck let's these go kids. in. Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck Ryan Gosling when he's sixteen year sixteen years old. Um, and also the way they talk, like it's obvious that they've had some type of like stage direction, maybe because they open their mouth so wide yeah and also like it sounds like they have a socal accent and it's very strange yeah yeah he um 
the the bullies the bullies have like this weird almost like surfer dude act like like thing going on well from what i noticed also i did notice too that a lot of or not a lot but some of the audio is dubbed over yeah it's a lot of adr yeah and also there was like one scene where it sounded like the editing's kind of all over the place but again this is a fucking 90s child show like it's not gonna be it's not gonna be killers of the flower moon or anything like that (laughs) yeah it's pretty shoddy like it's obvious that they were just trying to pump shit out as fast as they could um so the three of them we have greg who's ryan gosling and then sheree and bird they all sneak into (laughs) this warehouse still such a stupid collection of names (laughs) shut up bird His name's Bird. This is fucking dub. Uh, So they sneak into the warehouse. They discover an old camera that... Can you describe what this camera looks like, Emilio? Because it looks fucking weird. Yeah, it doesn't even look like a camera. It looks like, I don't know, a microwave or some weird... It it looks so fucking weird. It's like it has all these different lights on it. It makes this weird noise when, when you take the picture. And it's supposed to be uh, like a Polaroid and in like a little picture like comes out from the bottom of it. Honestly, dude, if I were a kid, I would have never picked up this thing. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? I would have never thought like, oh, it's a camera. It would have been weird if like they picked it up and like there's already a photo on it and they checked it out and it was like Spidey taking like a dick pic or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they call him Spidey. (laughs) I was going to say, because uh, so after they, they find this camera and they take it home and uh, Ryan Gosling's character, Greg, begins yeah. to realize that the camera kind of predicts the future. So I'm thinking, like, what if you had taken a dick pic? Like, what would it decide your dick's fate is? <laughs> what? It's getting smaller. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh no, it's shrinking. No. <laughs> it can't get any smaller than it is now. No. <laughs> that would be the best goosebumps story. <laughs> Shit, that would give me goosebumps, dude. <laughs> I have to close the book. No. Um <laughs> Holy so, yeah. shit, is Dick shrinking right before my eyes? <laughs> Uh, I can only imagine the cover art for that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably just someone like. (laughs) It's uh, so uh, Greg discovers that this camera can predict the future. He um, takes a photo of bird. And as he takes a photo of bird, uh, as soon as he clicks the um, God damn it, let me start over again. (laughs) So thinking about it. Um, so uh, Greg finds out that the camera can predict the future. So in the first instance that he uses it, <clears throat> he takes a photo of his friend Bird, who's standing on a staircase. He takes a photo of him, and then Bird falls off the staircase. He slips and falls. When he checks the camera, he notices that he took the photo before Bird fell, but on the photo, it shows Bird falling midair. Um, so they're all freaked out. Spidey comes back to the warehouse. They all leave. Greg takes the camera with him and he's all like freaked out about it. And he decides to um, go home and at his house, he runs into his brother. 
Um, what did you think about the character who plays Greg's brother? He's the one that gave me like a surfer, like a surfer dude vibe. Because even um, when he like later after he takes a picture, when he walks in, he's like, yo, dude, so like, what's up with that picture, bro? And uh, Ryan Gosling's character, he's like, oh, I, I don't know. It's not it hasn't developed yet. He goes, oh, yeah, right. For sure. Nice. Well, like food's ready, dude. Come on down. Grab some grub. <laughs> he just plays like, I don't even know where the fuck this show takes place in, but he, he even like, he kind of dresses like, like SoCal orange, not maybe not orange County, but like, it's like some kid who grows up like in Huntington beach or something. Yeah. It is funny how style just always comes back. Cause I'm sure if we watched this episode like five years ago, we would have been like, what the fuck are they wearing? But now I see it and I like see my students wearing the same shit. So it's just fucking wild because they look super 90s in this episode. Um, Yeah. So we see that uh, Greg's brother is standing in front of their dad's new car and his brother's like, take a photo of me. So he takes a photo. Greg looks at the photo and he's super cagey about it. He won't show what it is. But eventually we see that in the photo, the photo is predicting that the car is going to get wrecked. Um, And then we cut to a scene at dinner. I also wrote down another line because at this dinner scene, we see Greg's brother interacting with their mom and he says, good chicken, mom. And the mom says, really pissed off. It's not chicken. It's veal. Yeah. And then the brother (laughs) says, oh, well, good veal, mom. (laughs) It's just like this show has so many actors like playing everything at 100. Like, why the fuck did the mom need to like respond (laughs) to the kid like that? Who cares? Yeah. Even uh, right after two, when they're in the car. And uh, what does the dad say? He's like, oh, I'm going to floor it or something like that. Yeah. Or I think it's the brother driving, right? Or is it the dad? It's the dad driving. Yeah, the dad's driving and like just the lines that they say. He's like, I'm going to floor it. And, <laughs> and then like the mom's like freaking out or not freaking out, but she's like, oh, like be careful. And I believe what happens is a se- they almost crash into a semi truck. <laughs> yeah. This truck is like about to hit them head on. And then. You just hear that iconic uh, Ryan Gosling scream. Yeah, dude. Dude, that scream. As soon as I heard it, I was like, that's the fucking scream we hear all over. Like that. It gave me goosebumps. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But yeah, dude, a lot of these, um, a lot of the dialogue is so, so dated. Um dated and it's performed in like a certain way that just it could it comes off as like a 90s kids show yeah so uh from the scene we see that like greg is like super nervous because the camera predicted that the car is going to get wrecked luckily they don't get into an accident they nearly avoid a truck and then we cut to a backyard barbecue where we see greg and his family is uh having a barbecue and Greg decides to snap a photo of his entire family sitting down on the bench, which in this scene, I was like, why is Greg so fucking excited? Like, he just yeah. saw how the camera works. Why does he look so excited to take a photo? And then we see on the photo that his entire family have turned into skeletons. Spooky. <laughs> he looks so <laughs> dumb. What did yeah. you uh, think about like, this all, scene? Like, perfectly, like, placed... <laughs> like a, like a, it looks like a setup for like a haunted house. Like they're just all perfectly yeah. staring at the at the camera. That this part did also trip me out too because I was like, isn't this? Wasn't this guy just like terrified 
of this camera. And then we realized, oh, he was just having a dream. <laughs> it's so, the pacing of it is so funny. Like, uh, and then we see, uh, we, we cut to black, it goes to a commercial and then you come back from the commercial and it was all a dream. That was bullshit. He didn't take a photo of his family. <laughs> yeah. It does cut to like, um, it, it cuts to commercial at this really funny part and it's just, uh, Brian Gosling's face, like a close up of it, and he just has like this stupid expression on his face. <laughs> like, who? <"Huh?" laughs> it's really funny. Like, it's just, oh my God, this is just so stereotypical of like a, a, a child sitcom show or something like that. Like, the lines are just so fucking cheesy. I think the only saving grace of it is that there's no laugh track in the background because that's what makes some shows like so fucking unbearable for me. Yeah. It's just like seeing how dumb the dialogue is and then having like this crazy ass laugh track in the background. Um, from this, we cut to a scene where Greg is talking to Bird and they get, uh, they encounter some bullies. Do you want to walk us through the scene, Emilio? Yeah. Um, also, I like while you were talking, I looked up a picture of the camera. It honestly looks like a, an alien toy spaceship. <laughs> and yeah. I guess you kind of hold it from the bottom. So you hold it like this and then there's like the top part of it. Also, if you have like a hunch that this camera can potentially kill people, why the fuck would you carry it around with you everywhere? <laughs> he does take it everywhere. It also, another way to describe the camera, and you guys can just Google it for yourself, but like it looks like if Polaroid, if the Polaroid company had like a collaboration with like Cadillac and they tried to make like a <laughs> 1950s Cadillac themed Polaroid camera, like it looks so fucking weird. <laughs> it looks like uh, Lady Gaga was in charge of Polaroid. <laughs> I rah, like rah, some of the Gaga songs. What, is it? <laughs> what the fuck does she know about cameras? <laughs> um, but yeah, so this scene, um, it's, uh, oh, wow. Bird, Bird and Greg, they're walking and Greg's pretty much telling him like, yeah, I think this camera can predict the future. And these two bullies come up and for some reason they really want Greg to have, take their picture. <laughs> yeah. And so just like a little tussle happens, they run off and then they end up hiding. Uh, then I believe they go to uh, their th- other friend's house. What's her name again? Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. And this part, I mean, again, it's like a kid's show, so I can't, I really can't nitpick on it too much, but she tells him like, Oh, Greg, take a picture of me. He's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. She's like, come on, just do it. He's like, uh, I don't know. And she kind of gets more demanding. She's like, do it. <laughs> and he takes the picture and he sees that she's missing from the picture. If Why would you take that picture, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I if, could... you, if you know like bad shit happens, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just lie and say like, oh, it's not working. Sorry. Or I don't fucking suck. Or just show them the, or actually does show him the picture. And then they're like, what? You didn't even take a photo of me, you idiot. And then yeah. like, he yeah, or out, even like, that's, that's the tree you're standing in front of. Like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? I did take a photo of you. <laughs> yeah. Or even come, yeah. Like, like come up with the lie, like, oh, it's out of film or, oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to really use this. He's a simp, dude. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> okay, I'll he take has the a picture. Thing. He has a thing for Sherry. He doesn't want to fucking admit it. Typical teenage bullshit. 
Um, <laughs> it is funny because like also in this scene, they get chased by the bullies and all they do is hop over one fence and the bullies are like, damn, we yeah. got away. <laughs> Fuck, I really wanted him to take my picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny how like in a 21 minute show, you got to keep shit moving. Yeah. So like, I'm sure the writers are just like, uh, and he hopped over a fence and they gave up, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're uh, physically not able to hop the fence, or we'll we'll let we'll let the we'll let the audience decide what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, from oh, and then what happens in the scene that made me laugh so much is that Sherry is posing for a second photo, and Greg is about to take it. Ryan Gosling's about to take it, and then we see Sherry posing, and from the corner of the of the of the shot, we see. Uh, Greg's brother just pop out of fucking nowhere. He's like, Greg, you got to come with us. Dad's in the hospital. But the oh, way he yeah. just comes out of nowhere made me laugh so much. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing in Sherry's backyard? <laughs> he, just, he just casually like hopped a few fences. He's like, oh, oh fuck, Greg, you're here. <laughs> he's not sweaty. He's not like his hair is perfect. He just pops up. It was so like, good Lord. So his, uh, his dad's in the hospital. Uh, it turns out that the car is fucking wrecked, just like the photo predicted. We cut to the hospital, and the dad's okay. He just has a broken foot, and he's really relieved that he's fine. He doesn't care about the car. But we see that Greg is like trying to uh, trying to pretend like he's relieved too because he's worried about Sherry now because the photo predicts that she will disappear. So we cut to the next scene. A pair of cops show up to uh, Greg's house. And uh, Emilio, do you want to walk us through this scene? Yeah, so it's a uh, female detective, I'm assuming, and then she's there with um, a typical police officer. I think the funny thing about this police officer is, though, is that it looks like it's pretty cloudy, you know, like it's like overcast and dark. It could be nighttime. It could be the evening. And this dude just shows up in like straight up like glasses, like blacked out aviator glasses and he has like the 90s like police officer hat and he has like the whole suit and tie thing and he's just staring him down like they're both such like condescending dicks to greg too who is a 16 year old boy whose friend is missing and they treat him like he's a suspect and it's like what the fuck like just because he saw saw her last like that's so ridiculous yeah this is also like a part two where I think it was either the editing or the dialogue really, really crapped out because he when he's describing what happened, it sounds like it's like very like cut and paste. He's like, oh, yeah, I was there. Oh, I took a picture of her. Oh, yeah, it didn't come out. Oh, wait, I did. Oh, yeah, I have it here. Is that the picture you're looking at? Yes, I do. Yeah, this is it. There's no there's She's not even in the picture. Oh, I guess I'm a bad photographer. <laughs> It's yeah, it's so the dialogue is so like quick, but also like um, the the way they talk to Greg is just so condescending of like he says like, oh, yeah, I saw her. I took a photo like very innocently. And then the the detectives like, oh, you took a photo. And it's just so like, why? What's that? Why is that necessary? Like, I think what they're trying to allude to, at least the way I took it, is that when you're a kid and you talk to adults everything can be so anxiety inducing. Like, uh, uh, like I think about the way I talk to my students and like, I'll just ask them a question of like, Oh, why didn't you turn this in on time? And they take it like, what? Um, I didn't like, like they get all defensive. And I'm like, I'm just asking a question. I promise you just cause I'm an adult. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. So 
I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, I also want to point out two things real quick. Um, the guy who's playing the police officer is, uh, God damn it. (laughs) I fucking hate this MacBook. I have a a MacBook, you know, if you do like all these features and stuff, like you put thumbs up, that shit pops up. Yeah, you do it. Does it work for you? No. Maybe you need to update your Mac, but (laughs) I was giving the peace sign when I said two pieces of information and fucking balloons just popped up. (laughs) Anyways. What um, in the hell? (laughs) Do you have the uh, the cast open to to talk about the two cops that are uh, uh, interrogating Ryan Gosling in this scene? Yeah. Yeah, I do actually. Uh, It is... So one of them is Karen Robinson which you pointed out to me, she ends up starring, or not starring, but she's in the a film with Ryan Gosling, which is Lars, Lars and the, and Real, the Girl. Real Girl. That's fucking insane that they yes, it worked again. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. There, had to, there has to be, like, some kind of, like, a thing there where it's like, oh, yeah, like, I worked with her on this project. Like, let's bring her on. Like, there has to yeah. be. I mean... Well, I mean, like, coincidences like that happen all the time when it comes to, like, filmmaking. But there's definitely some, like, give and take there for sure. Um, And then the other person, I don't... I have a few names on here. Is it Christian Tessier? Yeah, there are a few people that pop up, but the the one that I got is uh, Scott Scott Speedman. Speedman. Yes. Apparently, he plays the cop who's wearing these sunglasses, and I just wanted to point out that he's in season three of You, and he's also currently starring in like the 19th season of uh, Grey's Anatomy, which I'm watching right now. So that's um, pretty cool, like that, to see that people of note are like in this stupid show, especially Ryan Gosling, which is the whole point why we're covering it. <laughs> I think you pointed out that a lot of, um, or not that you pointed it out, but you mentioned that a lot of actors and actresses on Grey's Anatomy have been in a lot of films that star Ryan Gosling in them. Yeah, it was this one and Stay so far, and I'm sure there will be more. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fucking actors on Grey's Anatomy. It's like It's a show with 19 seasons. A lot of people are going to come on the show. <laughs> Jesus but, um, Christ, 19 seasons. <laughs> so we see the cops leave. Um they finally stop harassing the 16-year-old boy, and uh, we see that Spidey is outside Greg's house waiting for him. Um, so then, to wrap up this stupid episode, they decide, um, <laughs> fucking uh, Greg decides that he's going to go return the camera, and his friend Bird is being like a huge little pussy and won't go with it. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he brings up this crazy excuse. He's like, oh, man, like I can't. He's like, come on, like you have to come with me. I'm not going by myself. Oh, I have to. I have so much shit to do with my dad today. It would have funny if that, if he did curse in the show. I have so much shit to do, man. Sorry. Yeah. But that was like his excuses. Like, oh, I have so much stuff to do with my dad. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've used that excuse before when I was younger. <laughs> Damn, like it's- just to leave, just to leave like your friend hanging like that. Like, yeah, I just got. So much stuff to do with my dad today. <laughs> so fucking lame. Fucking bird. Flip you the bird, <laughs> you little bitch. Um, so yeah, uh, Greg decides to go. He goes by himself. And 
this is what I didn't understand is that when he shows up to the warehouse, Sherry is there and he puts together like, I guess like the camera made you disappear for a little bit or something. Um, and- so he, he mentions that he ripped up her picture. Um, oh, I missed that. And because he's like, oh, wait, maybe since I ripped up the picture, it brought you back. Because he asks her, how long have you been gone? And she says, I feel like I've been gone for only a few hours. But she, but that is kind of a weird thing. She literally pops up there. Yeah. So I don't know. He ripped it earlier. Yeah, yeah. He ripped it earlier. And she pops up there at that abandoned warehouse. So I don't know if it's like it spawned her where the camera was like created or it like it was just super random. It, there's no more context that we're given besides that. Oh, I ripped maybe, it back. Maybe Spidey gave birth to her or something, like a, <laughs> a rebirth or something. <laughs> Didn't need to say that. Okay, so <laughs> they decide to uh, go into the warehouse to return the camera. And as soon as they're about to return the camera, fucking Spidey shows up. Do you want to walk us through this confrontation with Spidey? There's so many close-ups of... Uh, spidey in this part and he he reveals that he created this camera to reveal the future and he's really pissed and bummed out because uh he couldn't like sell it and so because he couldn't sell it and make millions of dollars off of it he becomes pretty much a recluse and lives in this abandoned warehouse. Well, uh, he, uh, freaking Ryan Gosling's character also asked him like, oh, you made this, you invented this camera? Very innocently. And Spidey fucking flips out on him and he's like, of course I made the camera. Like he yells in his face. (laughs) It's like, whoa, dude, relax. But also it's because um, he realizes that um, the camera only foretells bad things. And so he, he wants to like hide it from everyone else because it's like, not a good thing i guess since it only tells bad things that people won't be ready for it it's weird like because also like he could he could also just lock it up in the safe and just be like okay maybe i'll make another one but he decides to live like a a homeless recluse i guess or unless he owns the warehouse i don't know there's not a lot of context in this show yeah, like he makes it seem like my whole life has been to hide this. Why can't you just live a normal life and hide that in your attic or something? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I I would love like an uh an alternate version of this where um Greg tells him, "Why don't you just put it in the safe?" And he's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just put it in the safe and like you can you know be part of society again?" Huh? Oh shit! I never thought of that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to kill you anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to kidnap you guys now. <laughs> you guys are going to live here with me. <laughs> so freaking right, uh, freaking Greg and Sherry are like telling him, like, we just want to return the camera. We promise we won't tell anyone about this. And he says, no, it's too late for that. And this, like, honestly did creep me the, f- like, did get me scared. I was like, oh, what the, is this motherfucker going to kill these kids? And yeah. he tries to snatch up uh, Greg and they have a little bit of a tussle. And then Sherry grabs the camera, takes a photo of Spidey, and Spidey gets sucked up into the camera, which immediately I was like, 
why the fuck does that happen? Why why is it doing that now? Why is the camera sucking up people now? Like I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's because like he's the creator, maybe. And I guess because he's he created it, like the camera wants to suck him into it. <laughs> wants to get him <laughs> Oh man, the camera's sucking me right now. <laughs> He lets out that crazy scream like at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Spidey's about to release his web. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You kids can't see this. You have to live with me now forever. (laughs) I'm definitely going to kill you now if I see you. (laughs) Oh, man. So then fucking Greg and Sherry just bolt. And then we cut to the camera and inside the camera, we see Spidey's trapped in it. And then there's like a little ending coda where the uh, bullies that were bullying Greg and Bird go to the warehouse and they find the camera, which they were seeking so like adamantly. Yeah, dude. Like obsessively <laughs> wanted this camera. <laughs> they say something to the effect of like, oh yeah, this is where they put it. They thought they could hide it from us. It's like, go fucking buy a camera, you losers. <laughs> like, Yeah. So they snap a photo, and then I guess somehow that releases Spidey, and Spidey ends up uh, uh, coming out of the camera, and he's right behind the bullies, and I guess he's going to murder them. <laughs> that, and then that's how it ends. I what thought, did you think of like the- when I had initially seen that? I thought that he was gonna maybe like possess one of the kids, or like the kid that that the friend is taking a picture of. And I was like, oh, okay, like that's kind of a cool concept. But no, he yeah. literally just like elevator pops up out of nowhere behind them (laughs) it was really stupid like yeah like that ending would have been so much better i also thought that sherry was like possessed or something because when she shows up for the final scene she's acting so weird yeah yeah she's i thought like maybe she was possessed or in on it because i again it's probably just like the fact that they're kids and you know like they're probably not the greatest actors at this point in their acting career because she comes off like very suspicious and it just turns out that it's just bad writing. <laughs> yeah. She's just a shitty actor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Not Ryan though. Uh, Ryan's great. He's, he's always been great. I'd honestly, uh, I do like the performance that, uh, the actor Spidey does, which his name is Richard, uh, Richard McMillan. He really like swings for the fences on this little episode. It's super cheesy, but it, it really plays into like the whole, like this is a kid's show kind of thing. It is. And also like, there's so many like uncomfortable close-ups on him. Like, yeah, good for him for being like a good sport. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) tough. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and rate this, rate this song, bitch. So, uh, uh, Emilio, give me a final summary of your thoughts about this episode and uh, give me a rating from one to five. Well, uh, this is only the second Goosebumps episode I've ever seen. Um, it sucks compared to the one I watched, but also I don't really remember that one that well. But I do like that story the most out of the Goosebumps stories. So kind of lost me there. Um, The writing is pretty bad. It's just cheesy 
cornball 90s child writing. Like I said, the guy who plays Spidey's funny. He really goes for it in this show. Ryan Gosling's okay in it. <laughs> but yeah, that that's uh, that's about how I can summarize this episode. <laughs> that's fair enough. What's your uh, rating? Ugh. Um, I want to give it a one out of five, but this is like one of Ryan's first real roles. So I'll give it a five out of five. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is it is funny because like um I have so much nostalgia for these goosebumps episodes. So I was very excited to watch this. But as I've encountered time and time again, anything that you have a nostalgia attached to it, if you watch it again in the eyes of an adult, um, things will be different. Um and I think about the time I watched the movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist when I was a child. <gasps> I thought that movie was fucking hilarious. And I thought it was like the funniest fucking thing ever. Then I grew up and I remember I was maybe like 15 or 16 and I was hanging out with our, our friend Jacob. And then um, the, the movie was on HBO and I was like, oh, fuck, we got to watch this movie right now. Like, it's so funny. And we're watching maybe like 15 minutes of it. And then me just realizing like, wow, this movie fucking <laughs> sucked. And now I'll, I'm forcing my friend to watch it. And this is bad. I'll take a pound of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> That's still really funny. I also like the idea that they like added an actor and dubbed all the voices. Like that's pretty oh, yeah. funny, but, but to make a whole fucking movie about it is just, yeah, it's pretty bad. There's a lot of scenes that I'm just like, Oh, this is not funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot but, of cringy um, stuff in that movie. And I definitely shared that same mentality watching this Goosebumps episode. Like, even as a kid, I knew that some of the things that they said were cheesy, but I thought all of it was genuinely scary. This one was not that scary. Um, <laughs> the like you said, the dialogue was stupid. The way they talked to each other is really bad. Um, but Ryan Gosling is in it. He's um a child so i want to be nice to him when he was a child so i'm gonna give it a five <laughs> out of five as well <laughs> all right in the pantheon of ryan gosling's filmography how would you fit in this one single episode of goosebumps from an s to an f rating f <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's definitely going down there i mean if I were to take someone who's never heard of him and be like, okay, let's watch, uh, I don't know, let's watch Drive. Let's watch La La Land. Let's watch uh, The Place Beyond the Pines. Let's watch Lars and the Real Girl. And then be like, okay, now think of that. Let's watch this Goosebumps episode. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> and then after, what do you think? <laughs> they would be like, oh, he sucks in this show. <laughs> This is a for like the last five or four movies. I've been watching them with Gato, and I spared her this time because I knew it was going to be kind of bad. <laughs> so <laughs> keeping that in mind, all everything that Ryan Gosling has to offer, he also uh, has Barbie and so many other The Notebook, so many other movies. Uh, yeah, this would be super far down my list. It's pretty bad. It's funny to see him young, but um. Yeah, I didn't like it, so I'm also going to give it an F. 
Get wrecked, kid. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, last thing. Are we literally him? Are you literally Greg? No. I mean, I do have an affinity for photography. I do have a film camera. I lied myself into getting the newest iPhone and uh, um, I, what's the word? I convinced myself to buy it because of the camera quality. And so if I saw like a crazy camera, I would probably grab it and take it home and use it. But the moment I realized that it makes bad things happen, I would probably either take it back or hide it somewhere or destroy it. I wouldn't go around taking pictures of my family <laughs> and my friends. Um, yeah, I also, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's like the biggest character characterization I can give for this character. Uh, so no, I'm not literally him. Yeah. Um, I think that if I had this camera that morbid curiosity would get the best of me and I would take a selfie with it. Um, (laughs) And then it would probably show me if I was like 16 and took this photo, it'd probably show me with like a microphone in hand talking to you. And I'd be like, (laughs) all right, cool. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) The first thing I would do is create my OnlyFans account with it. And then like we said earlier, my dick would just slowly disappear. There's got to be someone who would who would uh, subscribe to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have done that in the show. He should have taken a selfie and then like, I don't know, have something about his future. But I guess selfies yeah. weren't like a huge thing back then. Um but yeah, I I don't think I'm literally him. I have hardly ever snuck into places. And every time I, I did, it would make me deeply uncomfortable. Um, I wouldn't steal anything. I definitely wouldn't go sneak into a place where a guy named Spidey hangs out. So I am not literally him. All right. We did it. We reached our the end of our spooky month. Any final thoughts, Emilio? Um, you know, the th- I would I actually would say the best thriller genre that he's been in for me like film wise is probably fracture and murder by numbers even though like we said that that movie's way too long yeah i do want to also give a big shout out to stay because stay was very um yeah very psychological very trippy it's definitely something that's couldn't be made now like you pointed out on that episode and also all good things is a pretty good story encapsulating robert durst's life uh which is just a fucking horror of a story in itself so um hey i think that ryan gosling should just fucking go for it and do a slasher movie in his filmography he is slated to star in the wolfman oh that sounds cool that i think should be released well i don't even know where production's at because of the strike but uh i believe it was supposed to be coming out sometime next year but there's still there's still no indication of like who he's playing in that movie so we'll see 
he better be the fucking Wolfman or I'm going to lose my shit. Better be. <laughs> I better see a transformation scene where he takes his shirt off. I hope they have a scene where his pants burst and his member is visible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, with that, we'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> you should give us a rating. Amelia, what should they rate us? Definitely five out of five after that one. Five out of five members. Um. <laughs> all right. <laughs> see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.